This is a podcast that's unlike any other. It's The Four F's with Dan Kramer and Riley Smith. Today, they'll share the secrets of The Four F's, faith, family, fitness, and finance, and how they use them to guide their decisions in creating a maxed out life. Now, The Four F's with Dan and Riley. We are live. Well, not really. We're recording this live. <laughs> It'll be coming to you as a recording. Um, today, we're going to talk all about me, I guess. We're going to do an intro to Dan. And uh, if you remember a past recording, if you listen to these, we did an intro to Riley. And um, we tried doing one of me, and the recording was terrible, so we deleted it and kind of forgot about it. So we're coming back to it. I think so, this is the third time that we've tried this, isn't it? Yeah. And judging by your internet, we'll see if we can make it through here. So that'll be good. Um, but yeah, go ahead. Take it away. I'll let you lead the interview and uh, we'll try to keep this one nice and short for y'all. Well, as a, as a quick reminder to all of our listeners, um, Dan and I have known each other for almost a decade now, which doesn't seem possible. But for, for the longest time, Dan thought I was from a town called Carthage, Missouri. Uh, but I'm actually from a town called Carthage, Illinois. So one of the things I love about Dan is you can tell Dan something five times and he, he sometimes remembers, remembers it. Sometimes he doesn't, but, uh, Dan is one of the most, uh, genuine people. What you see is what you get with Dan. Uh, and, uh, I just, I want to have, you know, Dan give, you know, have the opportunity to kind of explain how did you get here, Dan? I mean, you're, you're doing a podcast. You, you went to school all these years got a doctorate and you're not even doing that anymore. So maybe back up a little bit and, and give us a little bit of hindsight into how you've changed, how you've grown and how you've gotten to the point where you're at today. Yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, I think that was some, some, a little bit of a, a knockdown and a little bit of a compliment. So I, I <laughs> got to keep that. it balanced. I, I don't want your head to get too big. I am. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I'm uh, one of a bunch of kids. I'm the 10th of 11. I think that helped growing up, growing up on a little farm, farming for the neighbors. Um, just kind of got to see a lot of a lot of different lifestyles, a lot of hard work. And uh, so that's never been an issue with hard work. I enjoy that. It's just uh, trying to kind of ask myself, even I remember like in middle school, just asking like, why are some people well off and why are some people really struggling um and so then you know kind of fell into the typical path to get ahead you know get good grades go to school go to more school go to some more school yet <laughs> and uh that's going to ensure success right i mean you know the drill we yeah. riley and i met in physical therapy school so that would be in the more 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 school section we were talking about there and finished and both got jobs and kind of didn't really talk much for a couple of years. And then, um, then I just kept asking, you know, what's next? How, do, how are we going to keep accelerating and moving through this thing we call life and getting ahead? And uh, I found out through different books and mentorships and this and that, that um, take control of your life and, and you know, become become somebody that you can't really fire is kind of always been my, my goal, you know, and uh, you can either become a really valuable employee or you can start your own thing. And so I 
kind of backed into the life I'm at now with owning my own business and finances and then doing some real estate investing and the podcast, I think we just said we were going to do and then we didn't do it. And then I don't like, you know, if we commit to something and we got to do it, whether it's successful or not. So this is more for fun. You know, the, the 23 listeners that we have, I'm very grateful for and I uh, hope you guys don't leave us ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know if that answers your question, but yeah, I'm just all for hopefully building a life that you can control you're proud of and that you can motivate others to do the same thing and you know just go for it go for whatever they're don't hold back i mean you see people you know struggling their whole life and then they look back and it's 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 gone already so time we all know time goes fast we're already in our 30s even though i still feel like 17 most days you know so well one one of the things dan that um you know Dan and I both love sports. We, whenever we're hanging out, we, we usually find a basketball court and, you know, I think our record now is out of a hundred games. I think I won about 95 and, and you've won five. <laughs> I was going to give you like 45. I was... <laughs> um, but one of the unique things about Dan, Dan just has a motor. Dan doesn't stop, even if it's a detriment to him. And, you know, I would describe Dan sometimes, yes, he shoots from the hip, but he's also very thoughtful and detailed in the things that he's pursuing. And so, Dan, you went to college for a long time. You got your doctorate in physical therapy. What the heck happened? Was there a moment when it was like, I mean, maybe you were talking to, to your wife or, you know, you've got your own family now. Uh, well on your way to being maybe having 10 or 11 kids yourself someday. But was there a moment when you're like, hey, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. This isn't exactly how I want to build my life. I mean, can you describe that for our listeners to have a better understanding? Well, I think you know this moment because I've told it to you, but it, uh, yeah, I got offered to buy the clinics I was working at to become a partner in those clinics, which was my goal. And honestly, the guy across the table, he was nearing, I think he's up mid sixties. Um, and that's the reason they were opening a partnership position because he was going to be exiting. And I just kind of saw 40 years scream through, flash before my eyes. And and uh, not saying it was not a good life, but this guy, you know, he's, I, I, at this point in my life, I've already been reading some growth books and, and kind of getting a picture of, you know, what do I want to create? And I just, it was more of the time freedom. Like, you know, this guy's been putting yeah. in the time, but now he's still working five to six days a week. And uh, he gets his three weeks off, his four weeks off. And um, yeah, I just, it wasn't like I was dissing anything. I love b- treating people in physical therapy. I still do it today. I just more so pro bono, you know, friends right. at the gym or family or whatever. I still use those skills. It's just, I'm not, you know, nine to five, told when to show up, told when I can go home type of thing. Um, and I'm, and, uh, so yeah, that was probably the moment I just, I got offered to buy the clinics. I was all excited, but after I, I, instead of saying yes, right then, which I practiced saying yes to that question for probably over a year. And I said, well, let me think about it. And I don't really know why I said, let me think about it. And then that night I just, I actually turned them down and, and within another six months, I put in my notice because at, at that time I was starting to build this financial practice on the side. So, 
Yeah, that was how scary was that for you? How scary was that for you and your family? I don't like to use the word scared because I'm okay. I'm a little bit like like you said, I shoot from the hip. So I just I I didn't I knew it was challenging. I knew my wife was scared and I knew I had to get a game plan in place fast before I could ever quit. Um so it's not like I I, I don't feel I'm irresponsible in, in the fact that I quit, you know, I had stuff lined up. I had a couple other, I was working part-time at a different job in physical therapy. And then I was starting the financial um, gig that we're doing today. I think it's grown into much more than a gig by now, but it's, 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 yeah. um, it, it was, it was scary. But at that time I was reading so much growth books that it was like, dude, now that I've, now that I've committed to this reaching my potential or at least going for it, I can't, I can't settle because that, that seems like the settle, the job that settles, you know, that seems like the choice that's leading down the path of me settling. Yeah. And so it wasn't too scary. I knew I had to do it. It just, it took a little courage maybe yeah. you know, to overcome that. So, yeah. Well, and it's, it's obviously, you know, I know Dan does not measure his success necessarily in the amount of money or the amount of dollars. It's, you know, I was, I was honestly kind of jealous of Dan just uh, about a month and a half ago. He took his family on a three-week vacation, went all the way out west, and, you know, just uh, the, the amount of memories and time that, you're able, that you were able to spend with your family. I mean, actually, it sounds like you spent some time, more time in the hospital than, than, than you did on vacation. Trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, three ER visits and a broken bone, and yeah, but we made it yeah. And that's, you know, someday you'll, you'll look back on that. And if you haven't already and probably laugh about it, but, um, so why financial, why financial services? Why not go be a personal trainer and still be able to build your own schedule or be a real estate agent or why, why this particular area where you feel like you can still provide a lot of value to people? Um, I don't, I guess I don't, I didn't really search it out. It was just at the time when I started getting interested in wanting to own the clinics, I'm like, well, shoot, I don't know much about business or finances. So I just started reading books on that and got really interested in it and actually invited someone to our house to help us personally. And then, you know, started working with them and um, more so just to learn to see, see how they perform on a day to day and, and, uh, yeah, that led to the intro into the financial space. But had it been some other opportunity that presented itself and I liked it, I might have, I might be doing something different. You know, it's not yeah. to say everybody should be doing exactly what I'm doing. It was just, it, you know, I think opportunities present themselves constantly to us. And whether your mind is looking for them or not is whether you're going to see them, you know. And so at that yeah. time, it just kind of worked out, I think, you know, but yeah. And then once I was six months to a year into doing it on the side, I was like, dang, I, I really enjoy this. And there's such a need, as you know, like, yeah. you know, it's just the information that people are getting in finances is, is <clears throat> just downright criminal sometimes. I mean, it's keeping, yeah. them, keeping them poor, even though they're working hard, it's keeping them uninformed you know, or informed with just the limited knowledge to keep them right where they're at. So it's, it's fun, you know, it's not work. They, they say if you find something you like doing, it's not really work. So right. sitting in front of clients, I think you're the same way. It's not work. It's just conversations and it's fun. And it, the 
coolest thing is seeing the light bulb go off in other people's eyes, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, that's, that's great. I think that's, that's one of the more common questions, at least that I get is why did you choose financials? And sometimes I, I have a hard time choosing or I have a t- hard time describing it. Mm-hmm. And so you, you actually put that in a really good way. It's like, Hey, and I actually, I, I bring it back to the very first step of this podcast faith. And, you know, I, we both are, are very strong with our faith and, um, you know, there's a plan, there's a plan in place and it's what he intended. Um, yeah. and so Dan, moving forward, I know, uh, people are, are, are getting to learn a little more about you, but how, how do you envision I mean, If we were sitting here three years from today, five years, 10 years, whatever time frame you want to put on it, what would have had to have happened in your life for you to feel happy with your progress or your success? I mean, personally, professionally, <clears throat> whatever area you want to talk about, but if we're sitting here a few years from now, what do you want your life to look like? So our listeners kind of know where you're headed. Oh, like how specific, like this podcast or, or I can see this podcast um, taking off, you know, getting quite a few followers. Just hopefully that's a testament that we're giving good content. We're getting feedback. Um, my business, you know, I probably have three or four employees. I have one right now. Um, and it's a little more on autopilot and I'm just really really functioning as like a surgeon would in a medical field where I'm going meeting to meeting, just having the conversations and teaching the physical or the the strategies. And then the prep work and the follow-up and everything is taken care of uh, by my staff. And we provide a very, not only financially speaking, you know, and helping them create more wealth and everything, but we provide an experience that really educates them um that's really the process that i can envision happening hopefully sooner than three years but in the next year to three years putting the right people in the right places on the bus to make that happen sure and then yeah i i mean i kind of see myself owning many businesses and not personally starting them but just giving people the opportunity to to fulfill their 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 vision you know so i'll come in and teach them the platform on how to build properly and maybe invest some money with them and then be a part owner um, that I've, I'm doing that right now. And it's been actually a blast with a small uh, coffee cart company. And um, so three years and then, yeah, I, I'm dragging on a little bit, but retiring my parents. Um, okay. Wow. That's, you say why? No, I said, wow. That's yeah. That's a big yeah. One. I mean, not like just getting them set up because, you know, they've worked really hard their whole life and I wouldn't be, here right now if it wasn't for them obviously so it's um yeah it's uh teaching them about money and not only just not just giving them money but just teaching them money and setting them up in retirement so those i think that stuff will happen in the next three years yeah well for our listeners one if you don't know dan personally one of the things that uh, you'll quickly find out that uh, uh you know faith and family are very, very paramount to, to both of us. But it's, I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious. Dan, you, wrote, you said one of you loving kids and you've got, uh, let's see, how six. many are you up to now? Six? six. Just six. <laughs> so Dan's a pretty big family guy. And it's, um, you know, it's honestly been just a, a pretty cool journey to, to go all the way from meeting each other back in 2011 to where we're at today. And uh, I have no idea what the next nine, 10, 11, 12, however many years holds, but uh, it's pretty cool that we're able to do this together and, and have the ability to do it as well. So 
Dan, I got one more question for him. I throw you a bit of a curveball. If you could leave behind one, two, three things to your family, to this world, it doesn't have to be money. It can be whatever it is that you want to be. What would those things be? They can be ideals. They can be values. First thing that comes to your brain, because I know this list can probably be exhaustive, but just a few things that you want to leave behind when, when you're no longer here and when you graduate from this life. Um, well, I mean, we pick on Dave Ramsey for some of the stuff he says, like specifically in finances, but he, he's the one that got it in my head. Just like the trickle effect from making the choice to learn finances is going to change like your family dynamics and your family tree forever. So, so that's, that's pretty cool to know. I can already see that happening. I got multiple siblings working with me that have made huge strides in their finances. Obviously my personal story going from, you know, broke as a joke, lots of student loan debt and no, like a tiny, tiny little sliver of hope and light that I would ever get out of it to, you know, four years later, not even really worrying about it, you know, not saying we're, we're, but loaded, but just mentally in the physical mindset or the, the mental mindset of how to treat money. I, I can see that being passed on to my kids and my church and my community. Um, that's pretty cool. Um, and to know that whether you get credit for it or not, that you've had a part in that. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's probably the big one is just changing the mindset to teaching people to go for it, you know, and I think that's really cool about even the videos and the marketing and the podcast that we're doing. It's it's stuff that we're putting out there, whether it's uncomfy or not. And if stored properly and available, you know, our kids and grandkids can see it, you know, whereas yeah. we can't really look up what our great grandpa was talking about. You know, no, I don't even hardly know my point. grandparents, let alone, <clears throat> let alone my great grandparents. So I think that's yeah. pretty cool that that's going to be a, you know, a, a, a very likely possibility that our grandkids that maybe we'll never even get to meet personally, will get the, get the yeah. look up and see this journey that we're documenting right now. So. I honestly had never thought of that, Dan, until you just said that. So that, that's a really cool that might be another episode, you know, how, how can we, how can you as a listener continue to, to be able to answer that question that I just asked Dan, what things do you want to leave behind when you're no longer here, when you graduate from this life? And I had never even thought of our podcast or these videos or any of the content that we're producing, mm -hmm. you know, being here for the next hundred, 200, 500 years, whatever it may be. Um, well, I mean, when I, and you know, when I invited you or we kind of both, been talking about this podcast forever but when we finally committed to doing it I said this is you know I hope we get listeners and I hope we help a bunch of people but this is really because we said we're going to do it we're going to do it and I don't care if nobody listens to it it's it's done we put right. it out there it was uncomfy it's it's there and you know it can be stored somewhere um so yeah. it happened you know so yeah. I'm I think it'll grow. I hope our message is good. I think it'll help us get better at public speaking, all that stuff. But um, yeah, it, it's done and it happened and it's going to hopefully be there. So just the thought, I mean, think about it. 
think about it. Like, I know I just kind of threw that out there, but I, I don't even have a picture of my great grandparents, you know, yeah. I have pictures of my grandparents, but I don't really know them. Mm-hmm. Literally our great, great grandkids can pull this thing up and they'll be like, what's the internet, you know, <laughs> whatever, but they'll pull this be thing a ship up in their head by that point, probably who knows, you know, or yeah. maybe it's all not even there anyway, but the potential is that they can open this video up and watch us having this conversation. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Back well, way before grandpa Riley had a uh, hair and all that stuff, you know? Okay. All right. We're, we're going to wrap this one up here. Come on now. Um, well, as you can, I think that last line right there from Dan kind of lets you know who he is too. So I, I think this is honestly a good place to stop Dan because I think we've honestly covered all four areas that we like to talk about faith, family, fitness, and finance. And, you know, I think um, Dan does a phenomenal job of, uh, of being able to manage all four of those areas in his life. He's not perfect, but um, you know, please reach out with any questions. I really do hope that this helps you get to know Dan a little bit better. And um, you know, if, if anything comes up as you're listening to this, please reach out. Do not hesitate to do that. So thanks again uh, for listening. Any, any last words, Dan? Nope. Have a good one.